Hi guys, it's Tommy. And Angelica. And I'm Phil. And you are listening to Real Talk. Talk. We have a very exciting day. Yeah, we do. A We're... very exciting guest. Are you excited? Yeah, I, I'm excited. <laughs> I left uh, gambling to come here. Nice. Very did nice. you though? Yeah, I really did. Is that the picture you're painting? Yeah. Meanwhile, he's been here. He's yeah, been home for six they hours. and they've all come home because they were done gambling. We we we've been home together for six hours. There's no way you left for this. No, podcast. that is an exaggeration you just said. But okay. No, it's literally no, the it's truth. literally it's not. actually literally the truth. But it's he did o'clock. cash out because he thought we tricked him and we he yeah, thought we were yeah. recording I, the podcast I was, without I was him. Winning on the crab stable, I got a text. I said, "All right, I'm leaving now. Uh, I'll get there for the end of the of the thing." Because it takes an hour. Nice. But, you know. um, really quick, and then we'll get to the important part of the episode, our special guest. Um, but what he's referring to is that we like to play a joke on my dad. We texted him. We said, hey, change your plans. We're actually going to do the podcast uh, right now. So sorry you won't make it because we knew he was in Parks yeah. Casino gambling. Mm-hmm. Um, we just like to get a reaction out of him. Yeah, because so he's what... obsessed with the podcast. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. It it's really it crazy. The whole entire family is caught on to it, how much he yeah. says podcast. It's and really And Kathy nuts. said it's all he talked about all it's day. It's really all he talks about, guys. I it's a sickness. I couldn't wait for this podcast. Great. Why couldn't you wait? Who do we have on today? We have the uh, the great Rachel Riley. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Let's, Let's give her a call. Let's call her in. Good. Hi, Rach. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on with us. We love you. Yay. Um, thank you for having me. I'm always, I feel like I'm like a friend of the podcast. I know it's you're you're part of the fam at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish I was there for Angelica's bachelorette. I know, I know. You I were supposed know. to be there. That would have been amazing. We had the best time, but we did miss you so much. You know, we played a mini version of the Traders. Did you? We, oh, we literally was, did. Yeah. We, we surprised her. We literally just showed up. Like we, we we didn't tell her what was going on. We literally just said we're doing something. She had no idea what it was. And then we lined all of them up outside and three of us set the whole entire house up with all these different missions. We dress up in the cloaks. Wait, and the whole, they filmed the whole thing. And like we filmed deep, the whole thing. Like Mivs and everything. We have to edit it Wait, and put it together. It? Oh, okay, okay. We like, didn't. We still haven't put that. it together. We're, we're a little behind on schedule. Yeah. We got a few more things to do. But, I, was, uh, I wasn't invited to that, so I, I'm not in it. Did, oh, is that Uncle Phil? Yeah, that's now, Uncle Rachel, Phil. Now, Rachel, do you think that he should have been invited to my bachelorette? I mean, in my opinion, I think it probably not. <laughs> I thought she was so, going to say yes. I love that you said no. You're right. Yeah. He should not be invited to a bachelorette. Well, neither should you. <laughs> I mean, wow. that's the thing. It's like you kind of, you know, no offense, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, my uncle. Could you imagine me and my uncle on my bachelorette? <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, no, no, you know, no thanks. But also, right. you know, we love you. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I am fun though. Yeah, you oh, are. You are fun. That's true. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know, it's just a little different. So, Rachel, it's so funny because, you know, obviously when the traders came out, we immediately at five thirty in the morning woke up, binged the entire thing immediately. Did you? So, oh my God, yes. Literally, we woke up the crack of dawn, yeah. ordered breakfast, like, to go, like, b- delivered to the house, and just, like, <laughs> binged all of the episodes immediately. I so, love you guys. I wanted to re-watch it today, so we, re- we, we re-watched your episode, 
and you really just were so good on the show. Like it was, oh God, it was no, amazing. Uh, Angelica, you were so good too. You know what? The, the problem is, is that she didn't listen to you. Are we recording? Cause I feel like we need to talk about this. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah no, we're full blown recording. <laughs> <laughs> she did not listen to you, Tommy. And I, I swear when she told me that you were her cousin, I was like, this is amazing. Like we are going to work together. It's going to be amazing. And then for some reason she trusted Cody. Yeah, I, I know she was I totally did, team Cody uh, it was so bad and honestly like we really were on opposite sides of the castle yeah literally literally could not have like been further sides of the castle which is like so disappointing because I feel like I would have loved to like get to know you better in the castle but like obviously I love you outside the castle too but you know I, it was I think it's like you just don't know who to trust because everyone is just like, I mean, Cody's a good liar too. You know, it's just like everyone I feel like is just a good at that game. Yeah. Well, I've, we have a billion questions for you, Rachel, obviously. I, but first, first. I have a question for Angelica, even though you were working on opposite sides of the castle, did you think that Rachel was a traitor? I did. Whoa. I did. And I, um, I thought, but you know what? Looking back, it really is just, you have this, you don't have 100% trust with anyone, but you have trust with the people that you are aligned with and working with. So whoever you don't, you have way more, like, you just, you think they're a traitor. That's what it is. Like, I thought, I very much thought, I really wasn't working with Sari. I thought Sari was a traitor. I thought Rachel was a traitor. I thought Stephanie was a traitor. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... yeah. I thought Did Quentin you think Cody for at any time was a traitor. I did not at all. Not for one second. That's so funny. I know. I and know. You, to- you Tommy's your cousin. Like, I just feel like in my, like Tommy, you had to have talked to her and been like, listen, oh. like I'm laying it all out for you. John and Thomas, I'm not even kidding. Remember when we got our productions phone, our production phones back for that one day after filming, um, yeah. the, before the traders were picked and I told them Cody was in the castle with, I told them Cody, Rachel, Ari was in the castle with me. John and Thomas right away said, Cody's a traitor. Cody's going to be a traitor. <laughs> Do not trust him. And I didn't listen. Yeah. Not only that, oh. but we, we also said to Angelica, we said, okay, Jell, hear us out. You kind of want people to think that you're a traitor because then you'll be kept around longer. As a shield. As a shield. And she was like convincing everyone that she was a faithful so hard. And she was so good at convincing everyone. Everyone knew. I went, nobody questions I was a traitor for more than a millisecond. No, nobody. I don't think anyone ever questioned that you were a traitor. Like, it never even, I don't know if anyone questioned you were a traitor, then I, that was probably one of the traitors. Like, right. <laughs> Like yeah. nobody ever thought you were a traitor. Not even, not even a little bit. Like it was like Azra. Like nobody thought she was yeah. a traitor. Like and Andy. Was, I don't know if anyone for one right. second thought Andy was a traitor. I did in the end, only because I was like, why is Andy? Like why are they not believing me? Well, that, that I'm was not crazy. Yeah, that's that, one that of the things we want to talk Thing was crazy about. because rewatching that, like the whole cabin mission, yeah. and then your banishment right after that was. Very intense. It was so intense. Well, that was the thing. It was like we had this like crazy mission, and I was like, you know, there for Andy, and I had talked to them, and I thought that we were on the same page, and I had talked to them before 
even before the castle, right? So we were in the castle and I was like, hey, I feel really uncomfortable going into tonight. Like, what's going on? And they, they just kept saying, no, I think you're good. I think you're good. And so I, I really was, I mean, when I say blindside, like y'all, this was like blindside of the century. I honestly had no idea until I was on, like, in, I call it on trial, but until I in that chair sitting there and I was like, oh my God, like I'm on trial right now. Like they all think I'm a traitor. I was so confused. Like where it even came from. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and you were really MVP in that mission and as a whole. Yeah. Would, oh, would... thank you. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was like, I knew that Andy couldn't do it and Andy was having a really hard time. So it was almost like I had to be there for them and I had to like make sure that they felt comfortable and just, you know, I wanted I wanted Andy to not quit, you know, because I felt like they would have regretted quitting Mm -hmm. and I just was like whatever I had to do to make sure that Andy didn't quit I was gonna make sure like you know how like when you're in a situation where it's like almost like if someone can't do something you almost like go in twice as hard because you're like okay I need to do this like this is all on me and you know I'm doing it for the both of us that's how it felt like if that makes any sense yeah no that makes sense um yeah well speaking of we noticed that because we were were re-watching the episode today the there was like a sign when you made it into the second room and the sign said that two people had to put their heads in two boxes but you as the freaking goat you are you stuck your head in all four of the boxes and got the number out did they give yeah. you a hard time about that or no not really no i don't think that i i don't even know if production i don't know if production was just like uh you know I mean, I'm sure they had to pay attention, but no, I, we didn't have anything. I'm just thinking like, they were probably just like this. Maybe this cabin was a little too intense. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, this question's also coming from me. I'm someone who's like a stickler for the rules with these things. Like no, a lot of times same. they don't care me about too. those things. You're right. No, me too. I'm like a huge stickler for the rules. I also had just gone for it. And I think I, it looked like, I think Kate was the only one that did it on her side too, right? Yeah. Well, actually, it like it's it. funny because when we were rewatching today, they showed you go in all the boxes and they gave you yeah. like that hero edit that you deserve. But for okay. her side, I think they only showed her going into one of the boxes and they didn't show how the other three things were obtained. So I was, oh, I I was interested she... about that. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if, if she did them, it also. Or yeah. if Sari got her head in there or what? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I didn't notice that. I guess because I would just lived it. <laughs> well, yeah, because you, know? you were watching yourself. Like, that's what you do when you're on a show and stuff. But, yeah, I yeah. noticed that today. I was like, oh, wait a second. They don't show how the other three things were obtained. They just mm-hmm. show Rachel's. Oh, um, how but- interesting. And let me just tell you, those. I was the most freaked out about the scorpions because they're black. And I heard that black scorpions are the dangerous ones. But then... I Googled it and I, I think that they're not. I think it's a different kind of scorpion. But like when I saw that, I was I literally thought that I was going to get stung by a scorpion and die. Like oh my it gosh. was really scary. <laughs> and the, um, you, you had the maggots too, right? Because Kate had said yeah. that those were like biting. They were biting. So I got bites. We had bites all over our bodies. Like I had them in my thong. Somehow they got in my thongs. It was so weird because oh I had on this like really fitted shirt tucked in and somehow they got down my pants 
they were literally biting me. I had bite marks for almost like a week afterwards. Like they, and it's these little bites that are just like itchy and like a rash kind of, it was really not fun. I will say that it was just, and it wasn't just maggots. It was like, it was like maggots and like, um, Oh my God, these like cockroaches and like these other bugs. There was like three types of bugs that they dropped on us. And when they show the clip, because because of time, obviously they can't show the whole thing, but it was because we were in there for a really long time. They dropped a lot of bugs on us. So like when Andy looked like they were really about to quit, like they were done. Like that was like it for them. Like it was, you know, I really think that if it was five more minutes that Andy would have been like really done, done. So I was really happy that we got it. (laughs) That's really like, that's horrific. I keep saying I got murdered at the perfect time because I truly would not have been able to do that. And I would have, I would have major like PTSD and trauma. I got to ask Andy if they have like (laughs) any trauma from that cabin. I know that that was rough. I bet Andy does not ever want to go into a cabin in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Again, what were you guys thinking it was going to be from the outside? Um, I, okay, just because I'm, like, a horror fan freak, I thought it was going to be a, like, um, what are they called? Like, the, you know, those, like, Tower of Terror, like, things that they do at Halloween time where there's, like, someone inside, like, you know, with, like, a costume on and they're going right. to scare you. Mm-hmm. It's going to, like, look like a bunch of dead people or something. Yeah, and I, they do that I in just Big thought, Brother. Like, they, they bring them into like a dark room and you don't know who's yeah. alive. You have to feel your way around. Is that what exactly. you're talking about? I w- yeah, exactly. Like one of those like weird horror, like, uh, you know, like those those horror like uh, attractions you go to at Halloween time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah got it. Yeah, that yeah. would have made sense. And that I thought someone was going to jump out with like a chainsaw. And, like <laughs> yeah. and I kept thinking in my head, I was like, this is going to be kind of hilarious because it's like just I literally filmed – a horror, and and of course Kate caught caught onto that one. Um, I filmed a horror movie right in a cabin, so I kept thinking in my head like, oh my god, it's gonna be just like that horror movie I filmed. <laughs> Wait, I need to watch this horror movie. What is this? Oh my god, it's so bad. It's called X Man Two. <laughs> no, I am gonna be obsessed with this. I'm watching this tomorrow. I'm literally oh so god. excited. X Man Two. X Man Two. Oh, he's writing it down. Uncle no, Phil's no. writing it down. Oh my God, it's so bad, y'all. It's like, okay, so I chest bumped uh, Sarah Abrams in it. It's really funny. No, you are lying to me. She's not in it. Oh, she's in it. And (gasps) she's like a big character in it. It's hilarious. It wait, is I'm, hilarious. We're literally watching it tomorrow. I can't wait. I need to watch it tonight. Oh, yeah. And it's like a super campy 1980s style, like horror film. Wait, where can we watch it? I think it's on Amazon. It used to be. I don't know if it's on Amazon anymore. I actually don't know where, um, where I think we, I mean, I watched it on Amazon when I watched it. Great. So that's where we're watching it. We're watching it tonight. I can tell you that Tubi has a lot of those horror flicks like that. Yeah. Tubi, it might, you're right. That's true. Tubi has a lot of really bad horror movies. (laughs) It's Um, really bad. I like have two really, really quick. I have one more question about the cabin. I have some questions. So, okay. oh, oh my God, we have so many questions for you. Okay, so <laughs> I want you to paint the picture of when they first dropped the bugs on your head. Did you know it was coming or was it genuinely just taken you like completely by surprise? Oh, well, 100% when they first did it, it was by surprise. Oh my God. 
we were in there and I was literally, I was looking at that thing. And at that time, once I'm in the cabin, I'm assuming it's a, an escape room. Like we kind of mm-hmm. got the hint. It was an escape room pretty quick. And, um, then I thought that room was just like, I didn't think there'd be anything in that room. I just thought it was like a regular old room. And then they dropped the bugs on you and you're just like, Oh my gosh. But <laughs> how did that work? Were there like people dropping it? I guess so. I mean, they probably were like above our heads. Honestly, don't know because we were staring at the the pound right. sign hashtag. I don't know what yeah. I kept thinking. You're I so like, in it. You're not like busy looking up at where the bugs right. are coming from. Because no, you, you, it was like, is there anything brown? Like a hashtag brown? Mm-hmm. Like a num- a pound sign? I was like, is it a telephone thing? And then like. I was screaming it over to Stephanie. I was like, oh, it's a number because we had a code. I was like, I need a number. And then I wasn't even thinking. I get so laser focused on things that I'm doing in these competitions. Like, I literally, I don't think I even thought about the bugs above me. Like, I don't think I thought about anything that was going on except unlocking that code and making Andy feel okay. You could tell that's you go into like a zone and that was what was so exciting to watch. Like, Especially as a, a reality TV fan. Like, I've been watching these shows for forever. I've been watching you on Big Brother for forever. So to see you, for like, forever. go into the zone, it was just like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is the Rachel Riley that we love, like, that we fell in love oh, with on TV. You. Like, it was your moment. But th- that moment. episode. Moment. Why did you say moment like that? I don't know. What do you moment. mean? <laughs> I didn't. I don't know. I didn't mean it. Whatever. Moment. So it was your moment. But I feel like... It was just so, like, you could tell that you didn't care. Like you were laser focused, like you said, but something else that I noticed when we were, re- when we were rewatching, which I keep repeating, um, was, yeah, wait, like we, you don't, we, I know, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, we were so, rewatched it. um, a lot of the, like the other girls, Kate and Sari, they would go into a, even though you were in a very small room, they would go into like a really tight corner of that room and the bugs, the droppings would like follow them into that corner. So like, that's why we were asking about what was going on above you because we were like, were there people dropping them? Because even if you moved, it looked like the droppings moved with you and dropped directly over your head. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. Then there was probably, they were probably opening up a, like, like a set or something, you know, they probably opened up a door or something above us. Mm -hmm. Anyway. But I honestly never looked up once, so I would have never known. You were in your zone. That's it. I, yeah, I, I have a couple. It was questions. literally. I remember the production after the thing when they were like, "You were so calm." <laughs> I was like, "I just that's what I do." I was like, "That's how I do it." Yeah, <laughs> I go and I'm so into these like competitions. I'm yeah. just like can't think of anything else except like how to get out and how to like get through the situation. No, Rachel, it was really so impressive. Like that was, oh, I you. think that was the highlight of the series for me, honestly, aside from Angelica, oh <laughs> like aside from Angelica being on like that, mo- like that episode was amazing. And it was all, yeah, you. I did love episode eight. I thought it was like a very good arc, like a very dramatic, like yep. storyline. And it was just like a really yeah. good, like the way they told the story for that episode was really good. Yeah. So I, I have a couple questions. Go for it. Yeah. All right. So what I noticed is in like episode one, there are props there. Did you bring those props in or were they, were they, were they set up around the castle? Like the eyeglasses, you know, the binoculars? Well, I brought binoculars. I brought a microscope, or not a microscope, a magnifying glass. And I brought um, a, like a compass with a magnifying glass. And then I brought 
I brought a bunch of like, like ridiculously random things because I kept thinking in my head, like, I don't don't know what we're going to be getting into. And like, it's a mystery. So I'm like, I'm going to need binoculars because I'm going to need to see things. I'm going to need like a magnifying glass because I'm going to need to like read mm-hmm. things. And like, I brought all these like random things. But the thing I was picking up in the very beginning of the first episode, that like statue or something, that was theirs. And then I think those like binoculars that were in the room where I like see Fergus chasing a uh, was it a peacock, I guess? Yeah. Fergus was chasing a peacock. Yeah, that was like in the room too. Fergus. Mm-hmm. Fergus, <laughs> Fergus is so iconic. Fergus is the best, right? Fergus is so iconic. So I wanted He's to ask so you iconic. now, as far as paranoia, what was more, uh, what do you get crazier and more, Big Brother or the Traders? Gosh, I don't know. Like, I think like my first season of Big Brother was like really hard, but after that, I feel like I wasn't as paranoid, but the Traders was just hard because you can't save yourself. So like at least on big brother, I never felt like I always felt like if it was, if I went home, it was my fault. Like if I mess up, like it's obviously my fault. Like I could have won a HOH. I could have won a veto. I didn't win. You know, I had two opportunities to stay in the game. And then the third opportunity is like convincing people to stay. So I always felt like, okay, well this is obviously like my, my doing but like on the traders it doesn't feel like you have any control over anything so i think it's like just it's really hard because you have to give control up and i'm just not good at like at giving up control that makes sense yeah is that what you felt like too angelica um yeah I, i i you have zero control in the game you have zero control over what people like people are gonna think what they're gonna think and it's it's really hard to just not be able to trust anyone too. Like I feel like in, I never played Big Brother, but I feel like in Big Brother, you can have people who you have 100% trust in. Whereas this, you never really know. Right, yeah. But you know what else? Like going back to what you said about having an opportunity to save yourself, I think about how much Big Brother changed from season one to now. And I feel like the game of the traders is going to evolve. And I feel like we're going to see that like I think that's one of the ways that it's going to evolve in the seasons to come. I feel like they will give you an opportunity to save yourself. Um, you think so? I do. The- I do. I I hope so because I do think that that was one of the things that the show was missing. Yeah, I mean, I would love to have had the opportunity, but on the um, the Dutch version, I keep getting confused if it's the Dutch or Danish, but it's the Dutch version, the one that was the Das Vederes. Um, that one, they continue to like only have like the same amount of safety for all, like they're on their third season. So there's like no safety. It's just more of like a, you know, if the traders are doing weird things kind of thing. You know what I saw that, uh, I saw this somewhere. I thought it was a good idea. If they were to, instead of having missions where you're all trying to make money for the pot, you're competing essentially for immunity. Um, I feel like that That could be... be great yeah i yeah. think that would be great because that's like your chance to save yourself and the traders right. want to win it too because they don't right, want 100 a faithful to they win don't want it. us to have immunity yeah right so i love that and so then well who would get murdered or would like it be like a group that had immunity? no uh it would still be the same in terms of the traders would still murder people and you would still banish people, but you all play and you're competing against each other instead of with each other. And whoever oh, wins that okay. co- the mission 
wins immunity, they can't but, be murdered or banished. But they kind of did that with the the daggers, or whatever. Yeah, but the shield the, the, the was the like uh, it was like still luck. The shield needs a little like the details of the shield still need a little bit of an ironing out. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just feel like it's a little yeah. janky. Like we vote who goes in it. Remember, Cody got the first shields, but they didn't even show any of that. Now okay, I, guess- I have a I I have a lot of like you and Sari and Stephanie based questions. Obviously, n- I don't think anyone knew that you guys had filmed Snake in the Grass prior to going on the Traders. I, so I feel like that's why you, Stephan, you and Stephanie had a very strong alliance in the castle. But also yeah. you and Sari, and I feel like that's why when Sari had voted you, it like really struck something. Yeah. So, well, yes and no. So the thing is, like, yes, it definitely, Snake in the Grass, we had just filmed in December. And that was like really fresh. We had, we kept in touch. We didn't know, like, I swear, like, not just saying this for like PR or anything, like, I honest to God did not know they were going to be on the show. Like we had not talked about it. Like, you know, big brother, everyone's texting everyone when we get called for something. Well, like what, who were we going to, I wasn't even thinking about texting them. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So like we hadn't even thought about talking about it or anything. So I had no idea they were going to be there. So as soon as I saw them, we were like, Oh my gosh, like it's just an unspoken bond. Like we can totally like, I don't even have to, you know, you don't even have to think twice. Like I've got you. So I knew a hundred percent I could trust Stephanie because she was a snake and she was really bad at lying. So I knew she was not a traitor. Oh, and then, nice. yeah. wow. Yeah. So, that makes sense. It made. Yeah. And so to me, it was like so obvious that like Stephanie was not a traitor because when she was a snake, she was so sketchy. Like she was the worst yeah. snake ever. And uh, <laughs> when she, and she couldn't have been a traitor because she was a, a really bad snake. So it, it would be obvious. And then with Sari, I wasn't sure. And I just kind of thought in my head, like, Sari's got my back. Even if she is a traitor, I felt like she could have my back and I could work with her. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even care. And I, I had a conversation with Sari where I was like, uh, do you think Steph's a traitor? I just want to put it out there. If she was a traitor, like, it's probably better for our game because, like, you know, we could work with the traitors. And she's like, yeah, for sure. I don't think she's a traitor, though. I was like, yeah, no, I don't think she's a traitor either. But I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, so like you like put it out there. That <laughs> that's smart. That's really smart. Yeah. But then like, I don't think I ever thought she was because she told me, she told me she was not a traitor. And so I just kind of believed like face value at that. I was like, she's obviously not going to just like flat out lie to me, my face. And then I was like, it's a game. But like, I don't think like, I'm usually good at telling when people are lying to me. So I just didn't think she was a traitor. Um, and then, so when, when three ended up voting for me, the thing at that point, I think I was going through so many emotions, but with Sari, I was definitely hurt because of snake in the grass. And then also because Sari is her own person and she will not, she's not a go with the group kind of person. Yeah. So for me, that was like a tell that she was obviously a traitor and that she was doing this yep. because I was like, oh my gosh, that was just for me. Like my friend lied to me. My friend is like voting me out and my friend is like totally backstabbing me because she's obviously a traitor. Right. So I'm like, I know it's a game, but like, it still hurts. Like it sucks. Right. Um, cause there's that personal connection there. And like, that's what yeah. I was saying. Like, yeah, I try to put on a front, like it is just a game and I try to act like it's 
you know, whatever, we're just doing this, but that's, I am emotional and I do form personal relationships with people. And so it's hard because in a game like that, you know, you, you only have so much to go off of. And when you're hanging out and you're playing every day and you're doing all these things with these people, like you do start to really, you know, like, and you enjoy their company and you care about them. And I know Sari, if, if she was a faithful, she would have like voted for me to stay. Like she wouldn't have cared. Right. She would have fought for me to stay. She would have voted for me to stay. She would have been there to like, you know, and so at that point I was like, well, she's obviously a traitor. And like, I got played and you know, there goes my game, you know, (laughs) it's just like whatever. But, um, I think that was really hard, but that's why whenever, um, whenever Brandy called out, Stephanie was like, Stephanie said this thing about you or whatever. I was like, Stephanie would not talk about so like calm down <laughs> yeah, like, you I knew you were right so and I re- I actually literally remember that moment clear as day because I was like ha- I think someone said well how are you so confident and you were like I just know and we were like yeah. whoa okay like that but right. we, we didn't understand the relationship you so know? you might have thought it was a traitor right. kind of behavior because you're like yeah I'm like well how does so she confident. know no that's exactly what happened I, I think it was Kate who was like but how and why are you so confident in that? Because you're both traitors. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense in that kind of game. <laughs> yeah. You, Rach, you, sm- you spoke about like being emotional as if it was like a negative thing, I felt like. And I just wanted to say I loved that you were so emotional in the end because oh, I you. feel like you fought so hard tooth and nail to the very end and we don't see that on reality tv that much anymore a lot of times we see people roll over and just like die but you fought so hard and i love even up until everybody's answers were locked like she was still alan's walking in and she's still like (laughs) when i'm a faithful you can change your vote when um when quentin said i feel like you could tell a lot of person about a person with uh their character when they're under pressure And I was like, I wanted to say to him, like, do you watch reality TV? Like, do you know that this is what it's about? It's about fighting for your spot in this game. No matter what it takes, you'll fight to be there. That's what you did, Rachel. So like, I feel like if you ever for a second felt like it was anything negative, strip that away because I was totally here for every minute of it. I thought it was great. No, and I didn't think it was. And I was trying to explain Part of that was me trying to also explain to them, like, I am emotional. I do feel, because Annie kept saying, it's a game. You treat it like it's a game. And I was like, yeah, I do. But, like, I do have the feeling, like, of emotional, relate. like, I've made a personal relationship with you. And I have emotions. And I'm not just, like, a stone-cold, like, person that's just standing here, like, doesn't care. Right. I was like, I... I do care. And I, I do feel these emotions, the same things that you're feeling. And I think like Andy just, it was maybe it was too late or whatever, but yeah. And that must've been really hard with Andy because from what was shown on TV, I wasn't there at this point, but you know, you went through this mission with Andy and now yeah. it almost seems like the conversation at the round table was going one way and Andy almost opens it back up. Um, yeah, yeah, that's about right. About you. We were watching it and I was like, I didn't even catch that the first time. Watching you handled it. it so good, Rachel. You were literally like, Okay, who has doubts of me being a traitor? Bring it out right now. Get out in the open. And everyone like said their piece and then you like squashed all of their things one at a time. And then you were like, anybody else? Nope. Okay, great. And then Andy like brought it up again. That's kind yeah. of how it went. And like continued and well, the combo. That is how it went in the, sh- in, like, the round table too because 
we were all sitting there and I was like, are we, I thought we were voting out Kate. And then, um, we, Stephanie and I were like, okay, well maybe we need to go after Christian, but we just knew we didn't have the vote. And, Mm. um, I think we were both just like, okay, well let's just go out, you know, try to get Kate out. And then everyone I thought was on the same page. And then, yeah, Andy brought it up about how I looked at it like a game and this, that, and the other thing. And, um, cause Kate had said like something weird. Like we were, um, I, t- I called Kate aside like that day and I was like, Hey, look, like, let's have a talk. You know, I want to try to figure this out. Like I was trying everything I could that day to like talk to every, I pulled Quentin aside. I pulled everyone aside to try to talk to them to see like if we could figure it out. Cause I did not want to go home and I thought my name was getting thrown out there. And so I was like, okay, let's try to see what's going on. And Kate was just like, I think the traders are greedy and they're this and they're that. And so I did say like, I was like, Kate, calm down. It's, it's literally a game. The traders are like told that they have to like be a trader. Right. Like they're not greedy. And I was like, and maybe they are, but like, we're all trying to win money. Right. And, uh, then and Kate used that against me, of course. Right. And so I think that that like, oh, had that's really where messed the whole, up. like you feeling like it's a game came from. Yeah. It's- yeah. Wow. And now I think that you... that's where that all came from. And then uh, because Ari was recruited and I didn't know that. So I think that was a big problem too, because Ari was always like my person. You see, even in the day before Ari was like in the thing when he got recruited or maybe it was the same day, but anyways, he's like in the thing. He's like, Oh, well I got Rachel, you know, like Ari knew that like I trusted him completely. Right. And so it was like, you know, really really crazy when he had like turned on me and then I was like I think that that also Andy trusted Ari and so it was a big problem because then Ari was like well maybe it is Rachel right were you very surprised to see that Kate wasn't a traitor though I yes I was convinced Kate was a traitor for so and I don't know if you saw this Angelica (laughs) I thought, okay, the, you remember the note debacle? Like, yes, that, that was so weird. Okay, that was like traitor flag. Yeah. And then, I mean, that was like, and we have so little to go off on in these games, right? So, like, that was a red flag to me. And then when Brandy got voted out, and it, we realized Brandy was a faithful, I thought, oh my god, Kate must have been pulling Brandy's, like, you know, pulling the strings or whatever. And then. The biggest thing for me, Angelica, was when Cody. Okay, so you were me, you and Kate were on trial, and you were crying, and Cody immediately went over to you, and then Kate immediately went over to you, and then Shelby. And so I was like, okay, they all must feel guilty that they're making Angelica cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and, and it's uh... funny. So that morning, uh, no, not yeah, the the morning of the trial. Either that morning or the morning before, me, me, Kate, Cody, and Shelby, the reason that that had happened, and I'm pretty sure it was the morning of, so just a few hours prior, me, Kate, Cody, and Shelby were in the car together, and we made, like, a true, like, alliance. We were like, all right, like, this is it. Like, we trust everyone in here. This is our alliance. This is who we're going to be working with. So, like, I don't even remember that they had come over to me, but I remember that moment prior, so it makes sense that you're saying that those were the three that came up to me. Yeah, and that, to me, was a big sign. It just felt like Kate had so many 
signs. Right. Which, of course, you know, uh, I should have been more like Christian was so obvious. And then like Sari was probably obvious because she didn't do anything. Right. She had no signs. So it was almost like those two were like should have been more obvious. But like I really thought and I don't know, Angela, because you thought this too. But I really thought Christian was just like a van lifer. Like I thought that was his personality. I thought he was goofy and like, oh, no, you know, the night before I got murdered, I literally said to Christian, I know you're a traitor. Just please don't murder me. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm never going to say your name. I legitimately said that to him while we were waiting, like in the bar room. Oh, shit. Do you think that's why he murdered you? Probably. Um, <laughs> Not the smartest. Did, you see did, did he say that that's why he murdered you? No, he said no. He, I don't think he remembered that, but oh, okay. I, I, we had him on the podcast and I, I reminded him of that moment and I don't remember what he said to it. Um, but to your point, Rachel, what Kate was doing was very Dr. Will behavior. Like the right. all of it was all very red flags. I would have thought that she was a traitor too if I were you. And I, I thought I, because... I thought it made sense. I, no, and see, I thought the complete opposite. I'm like, Kate is such a genius. There's no way that if she was a traitor, she'd be writing and dropping notes in the castle. There's just no way. See, and I thought because... I thought what Tommy said. I thought she was such a Dr. Will. And then she would always be like send me home. I hate you all. Yep. I don't even want to be here. And so I was like, guys, like she's literally a traitor. Like that's yeah. exactly what Dr. Will would do. That's yep. exactly like how I thought she would play the game. Cause I was like, nobody that is actually here to win money is going to say like, vote me out, send me home. A hundred percent. But you yeah. know what? Seeing interviews of Kate, I also understand her point that she was like, I don't believe in our group anymore. I don't think we're going to win. I think I'm busting my back for for a group of traders. I think that they're going to win. So like, yeah. why am I doing this? I get that perspective too, but I would have also thought she, didn't she was a traitor. I feel like she didn't explain it. That's the thing. Like mm. to me, she never explained it. When I even, I'm telling you, I went over, I tried so hard, so hard to like, to get something out of her yeah. that was not like pointing fingers at her. And I was like, just, I was like, tell me what you're doing. Like, why are you playing like this? Why do you have the note? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? And every time she would just be like, I just don't want to be here. I just don't care. I just like, I'm over it. And I think you're a traitor. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she like literally just, I think she just thought I was a traitor and she was so convinced I was a traitor, but you know what? Crazy. I said in my round table, I said to them that I was like, okay, like production is literally not going to have two big brother people as traders. I was like, so that should be the biggest uh, tell. I'm not a yes, trader. Yes. 100%. You're that was you were 100% right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. How did they not realize that too? Like looking back. I don't I I have no clue and uh, I also like don't understand how like I know like Quentin and Andy were not gamers, so maybe that's why, but like Looking back, like, I was thinking in my head, like, even Kate, she's, like, been on reality TV, and, like, she should know production is not going to have two people that were from the same show be on, you know, like, both be traitors, right? Right. You know what we talked about last week, Rach? Do you remember this? When Kate did the whole, like, rule stipulation with, I'm a traitor, are you a traitor? And then Stephanie walked into the room and, like, Kate was pressuring her to say that she's a traitor because traitors can't say they're traitors. Do you remember that? 
Oh yeah, for sure. We were talking about that last week and it was just such like a funny little thing that I had completely forgot about until we started talking about it. That was it. smart on her on her part. That was really good. It was right. smart, right? I know. It was really smart and it was funny because uh Sari was outside with us and the whole time Sari was like, "Oh, we don't we don't have to play this game. This game is stupid. We sh- we can't do this game." And like then Kate was like, "No, because if someone's like tr- they're breaking the rules and blah blah." And like I was like, oh, man. But then I thought there must be something that Kate would – because Kate was the one that was, like, pressuring everyone to do that. That was another thing I thought was weird because I was mm-hmm. like, why would she go around trying to get everyone to say they're not a traitor? Like, of course everyone's going to say they're not a traitor. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Have you and Kate spoke since the airing of the show? Like, what terms are you on now? Yeah, we um, saw each other in New York, and we're both just like, "Oh, what happens in the castle stays in the castle." And like, she's lovely. Like, Great. we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun in New York. She's pregnant. She's super cute. Um, no, I really enjoy her company. I think, I think if we would have seen a little bit more eye to eye, we probably would have gotten along. And I think, you know, um, it's like eye opening for me because I was like so convinced she was a traitor. So I think, you know, if I do go into another game like this again I do need to kind of like try like maybe communicate better and like try a little bit harder and I just it's so hard in these games because you just you know you do let your emotions get in the way 100% all right so I I gotta I gotta jump in here real quick with a question so it looks watching the show the traders really have a big advantage right and then especially when they bring Arion that late in the game I don't know. Do you think that, what do you think about that? Do you think that's fair? That that Ari thing really bothered me that late in the game. Yeah. I mean, I think like that's the name of the game, right? Like we, we sign up to go in here and like, we don't know who's going to be a trader, who's not. And so I think it's like the traders know who the faithfuls are, but like, it has to be like, it really did wear on Cody. So it has to be hard for them. And then with the, with the Ari thing, like that was, dicey because Ari I see what I know why he picked to join the traders but like like I'm telling you like he and I were really close and like he was really close with Andy and I felt like he was you know getting closer with most of the other people but like to lie like boldface lie to like you know my faith and work against me I think that probably and maybe he didn't care because he's like this money is for my family I don't care about this but like you know, we saw in the last episode, like, you know, he, it was really hard for him to do that to Andy. So I think it probably, that's probably the hardest trader, like we're bringing in that end of the game. Right. Like, I think it's probably is the hardest. I mean, there's only like, two weeks left. Could you Sari... imagine working with someone the whole time and then just turning on them? Sari played it masterfully. She really oh, did. Sari's she... like, so good. She's like the best. I mean, honestly, she's like the best gamer. Like Queen Suri, right? Like she played the best game. Like people in 10 seasons are going to talk about three. Oh, games. yeah. Did you notice the blinking thing that a lot of people are talking about? Because I had an in the castle, but now watching it back, it's so apparent. What is it? What blinking thing? That. I, I yeah, Uncle Phil first brought it up, and then I seen it a bunch of times on Twitter. Go ahead. So when she was, there was only a few times they showed that people were pressing her a little bit. Are you a traitor? And she gets like, she puts uh, her back up and just blinks. And yeah, she blinks a lot as she's speaking while she's lying. Like a lot. Like not just like a few where it's like could be regular blinking. You know what I mean? Oh, 
like she has a tell. Yeah, yeah. she has a and full I, and I, tell. I picked it out. <laughs> you, not <laughs> just you, as did half of the world who watched it. Uh-huh. <laughs> How interesting. I mean, I obviously didn't notice that, but like, you know, they said, we, you know, on Snake in the Grass, we learned that liars have tells. <laughs> yep. That's right. But like, uh, that's, that is funny. Like that she had a blinking thing. I would have not, I don't know if I would have picked up on that. To yeah. I would have never in the moment. I would have never picked up on that. No. I don't think you're I supposed to be doing. And I think like, I think it was going to take me a Cody moment to pick up on someone being someone else being a traitor. Like, uh, legitimately that is. So there are certain, mo- I have a really bad memory, but there are certain moments in during my time in that castle that are like burned and engraved in my head. And the you and Cody fight at the round table is God, like so, so mo- <laughs> moment for moment engraved in my head. I'm like I knew they weren't gonna play because we were just arguing so much about Big Brother, but I kind of felt like it was such a like I wish they would have played it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was it would have been great TV. I keep saying if they were to just air these roundtable sessions, they'd do better than the show. Oh, I mean, like the roundtable sessions were so good, and they were just like so awkward. And like Tommy, like imagine walking into the. I mean, I'm sure Angelica's told you this a million times, but walking in. And hearing the freaking hanging tree, like Jennifer Lawrence singing the hanging tree. And then like, it's freezing cold in that room. So you're just like in this like full, they put you in this full like fight or flight. I mean, it's like crazy. It's like totally psychological. That sounds insane. Truly. He would not be able to handle it. He can't handle like confrontation like that. Yeah, no, I I don't do well with that. I I would have a very hard time. It was so crazy. The, The round tables were so hard and you can't get emotional at the round tables because the second you're like overly emotional or the second you're like, you know, uh, you start to like, like sway people are like, Oh, you're clearly a traitor. And then also like, you can't put blame on more than one person. Cause they're like, why are you trying to put blame on, you know, this person? And why are you trying to put blame on this person? And, and it's why like, are you trying okay. to throw, throw mud at the wall and hope it sticks. <laughs> yeah. Literally like eight times. Yeah. Dude, it was like, and Quentin's reads were so off. It was oh, like, he oh never God. once he had the worst faithfuls. The entire the faithful. entirety of the show, he never once voted for a traitor. No. Never once, no. down to his second green flame, never once voted for a traitor. I know. I don't understand how in that. I cannot wait for a reunion. I really hope we do one. I I do not understand how in that moment when Sari puts the first flame in and they get rid of Ari, how they're just not like. That was weird. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. How, how are they not like questioning it at all? And even if, even if they're horrible at math, even if they're like questioning, oh, we got the third trader out, they knew someone was recruited. Right? So, like, you guys, there's literally another trader. Like, how are you so bad? Well, they had, we had spoken to them. At, well, I had spoken to Andy. And they had thought that it was there was a big possibility that Amanda was a traitor. So they thought they had all of them. I know, but you know, they're still you, I guess you like Andy, get in your head. Andy said that they were asking production multiple times and production would never clarify if Amanda was a traitor or not. So they never no one knew if Amanda was a traitor. So they, they just assumed that she was. Is kind of how they, it went. 
they thought that they were scrambling because Amanda had gotten COVID and it would have ruined the game if all the faithfuls knew a traitor oh. was removed without banishing them. So they thought that essentially so they, they were just saying Amanda was a faithful. They over- Meanwhile, scrambling so behind that- the scenes. Andy looked into the game that much, but then couldn't figure out that production wouldn't have two Big Brother players as traitors. Right. (laughs) That's a great point, Rachel. (laughs) Rachel, if there was a reunion, who would you want to, like, clear some things up with? Like, who would you want to have a conversation with? I would love to talk to Andy and and ask what was going through their head because it it hurt me. And it's still, like, I really don't care about game stuff. And honestly, like, I could care less. But, like, I do feel hurt by that because as a human like we feel emotions toward people we care about right so like you know i I feel feel... emotions (laughs) yeah (laughs) i cried every day in that castle and then i would love to confront quentin because i would you know really like to ask him about how he felt under pressure (laughs) yeah that would be great no i'm telling you rachel like the way when he said that it i think you could tell a lot about a person when they how they handle pressure I was like, yeah. dude, oh my God, you have it. Not only do you, are your reads so backwards, but you have reality TV backwards. We live for people fighting yeah. tooth and nail. That was what right. you did. I, I right. just, I, yeah, I was, I, I was way off the Quinton ship when he said that, honestly, that was oh, the yeah, moment that sure. I lost it. Okay. I just want to ask you, cause we all have opinions on this. Do you like that? They dropped all 10 episodes at one time. You know, I will say, like, from the first second I heard they were dropping all 10 episodes at once, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, crazy. I I couldn't imagine why anyone would do that for a competition show. But then I was like, well, you know, obviously I don't know the, like, Peacock algorithm, and I don't know, like, how it works. And, like, if it's, you know, whatever they think is best for the network, like, I just trust them. Like, I'm just, you know, a member of the cast. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, after hearing how many people were talking about it the first and how many people binged it, like you guys binged it, like the 5:30 AM, you woke up and watched all 10 episodes. Like, yep. so I think it was smart because it created a conversation really quickly and it got a lot of buzz where people were like, Oh shit, like everyone's talking about it. And so I wonder if that was like the strategy where it was like, they drop everything at once and like people just watched it like it was an event and it was like, Oh my gosh, this is like, give us more. Cause now people want more, you know? Yeah. I also feel like essentially it evens out over time. Like well, I feel like it's, it's either it at once and then it's mass talked about and ev- it reaches everybody that it would reach or it gets right. slow. It slowly builds up over time and it reaches the same people it would have reached. I don't know. I, I think maybe the numbers would have been a little bit more. I, I mean, the numbers were supposedly great, but maybe the numbers would have been a little bit more if it went weekly. But I think essentially it really doesn't make that much of a difference. Well, as podcasters, it matters. Right? Yes, yes. So, as podcasters, it matters. As yeah. following on social like media, press, clearly it matters. But then, but then if you think about it, like, okay, so yeah, podcasting, it definitely is hard because you can't podcast like all 10 episodes. Like you have to do like what Rob has podcasted. Like he literally did like watch an hour, do an hour, watch right. an hour, do an hour. But like that also generated buzz. So like, I think it was all really smart. So like a really smart strategy for a new show because it generated so much buzz that people got so excited about it and everyone wanted to like talk about it and watch it. And, um, it was, 
it was hard because like my husband watched the whole thing in like two in the first two days and he was done with it before I was done with it but like by the same like everyone was on different pages basically or like different episodes but by the same token people were all talking about it like trying to catch up like are you on this episode are you there because they want to like have a conversation so I think it probably got more people interested um whereas I thought if they did drop like four episodes and or like a weekly even a weekly episode it might have gotten a slower like been a slower pace or maybe more people would have just like dropped off from watching it because you see a lot of shows especially competition shows people watch like the first episode and then they drop off and then they watch like the last episode you're 100 percent right yeah i wonder if it was just like a really smart strategy like they're just geniuses that's probably what it was (laughs) i think that i see that point i do i feel like me personally i kind of wish they did a four a four and a two like released it in three blocks but i also agree with you that you know i trust like the people that are higher up and that put you know it's their job to know these strategies and figure them out so like right. maybe it it did create a huge conversation. I think Peacock got 20 million subscribers they tweeted. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's... Amazing, right? And that means like like not only are 20 million people, but like that means that all those people now are seeing that traders at the top of yep. the Peacock thing, right? So like that I feel like that's huge. Like yeah. it just was like I mean it's crazy to me how and how many people in the press were talking about it and how many people in like you know, just Twitter was buzzing about it. Cause you know, Twitter doesn't really buzz about shows as much anymore. Like it's really hard to get like something trending on Twitter and yeah. the traders was trending. It's been trending for like two weeks. And I wonder if it, they wouldn't have dropped it. So all quickly, if it would have still been trending as much, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. I do. I get it. Yeah. I don't feel like the first episode's like anything that blows someone away it's really like the last one so you just get to the point quicker that's it Mm -hmm. Um, you get hooked and like i think you get hooked in like episode three that's for me how i got really hooked in like that's how i felt yeah yeah and i was like oh my god i have to know what's happening next and they just like have the best um like cutoffs where (laughs) like at the end of the episode where you're like wait is that even the end of an episode right (laughs) yeah it all it's like one giant movie (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was like one long movie. Yeah. Um, I have one more question that I want to ask you, and then I don't know if you guys have any no, more. Yeah, but so, in I like to think about how the game is going to evolve, like future seasons, because I'm so fascinated by the game itself. And something that you said really like stuck with me, and I wanted you to hear you elaborate more on it. So you you mentioned that it doesn't matter if you work with the traders. Like it's actually maybe even good to work with the traders unknowingly. Can you explain like your strategy behind that and like why you felt that way? Yeah. Well, so the game, because you don't have any safety as a faithful, the game is almost where you almost kind of have to play this like middle line, right? Like you want to be a little obnoxious or like loud, I guess, because you want, to have a target on yourself. So people think you're a traitor. So you also don't want to have too big of a target because you don't want to get banished. So you don't want to like people to like think for a hundred percent you're a traitor. So you have to walk this like super fine line. So if you can figure out like, dude, Christian's obviously a traitor. Like you could use that to your advantage as a faithful where it's like, okay, you don't, you probably don't want to tell the trader you think they're a trader because I think, I feel like the traders can't say 
they're a trader, right? So you can't like say, Hey, Christian, I know you're for sure a trader. Tell me you're a trader. Like he's not going to say I'm a trader. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like, if you could know for sure he's a trader, then you could just be like, Hey, listen, like, I want you to know I got your back a hundred percent. And like, no matter what, like I'll defend you that you're not a trader and uh, like do the same for me, you know, keep me around. Cause I'm going to be good for your game. So you could play it like, like trying to get the trade. Like I said that to Cody too, when Cody was like, before Cody went home, I was like, I don't care if you're a trader, if you're a trader, use me and I will be on your side, like work with me. And he yeah, never wanted I to love work. that. That's so, that's such a different way of thinking and looking at the game. And I think yeah, it's like really like, cool and forward. Right. Exactly. And you have to like, think about it. Cause like, if you're not a trader, then you have to kind of think about different ways that you could have a strategy where it's like, what is going to, what is going to make me useful to the traders so I don't get murdered. Right. right. Cause mm-hmm. every night someone's getting murdered. And so if you're not useful to traders, they're going to, you know, they'll murder you because there is no reason for them to keep like someone around that is a hundred percent a faithful. Cause then people are always going to be like, okay, well, we all know Ryan Locke is a hundred percent of faithful. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. what, what happened would, with Angelica Ryan in the game. When he's making friends with all the other faithfuls, you know, yep. it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. You got to get rid of that guy. Yeah. That's what happened with Angelica. They yeah. knew that she yeah. was a faithful, so there was no use for 100%. her anymore. There was no use. And when they had that trial, when it was all three of us on trial, is like, well, even though we made it so that Kate should have been murdered, we almost, what we did unknowingly, Angelica, was like, make it. So that Kate was like definitely not going to get murdered. I know, I know. Right, Rach, I'll never forget that morning with you. The morning that no, I was murdered. I know we had so much fun. We were both so nervous. Did you tell Tommy what we did? Yeah, well, that you that you were dancing, and I literally was just silently crying. And you were really trying to lift my spirits. Like she was being so good about it. She just wanted me to be happy. Like we, she didn't. Me, between me and her, you didn't know who was going. And a hundred percent, I literally thought it was me because I thought it was almost like. Like, a heart, like how Rachel was with Andy in the cabin, that's how Rachel was with me the morning of that I was getting Aww. murdered. Like, she was just, like, putting her, like, selfish thoughts to the side and just, like, trying to lift my spirits. Literally, that's what it was like for two hours. Literally. we And because you were so sad, and I was like, what kind of music do you like? Let's listen to House. Can you play some more House music for us? <laughs> yeah, I do. I you love like, House. I was so like, House dance. music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember like grabbing your hand and pulling you out of the chair and like making you dance with me. Yeah, no, I'll never forget that. And I was like, I really thought it was for sure me. And I, but I also just didn't want you to be upset. Like I like just genuinely was so concerned because you were so sad. And I was just like, oh my God. You thought I was lying. You thought I had the shield. Yeah, I thought you did. Oh man. I swear to you like I tried so hard to convince people that I had that shield and like I thought if you could convince people you had the shield they would be so confused that they wouldn't know who had the shield yeah and I, <laughs> I did not I was so bad at it I met, I was sitting directly in front of Serena I was like I, I'm that's it I'm gonna be murdered tomorrow I know it and then I got nervous because I knew she was a traitor so I looked at her and I said unless I have the shields like so bad <laughs> Oh my, oh my what a good storyline would it have been if one of us had the shield, right? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that would have been so good. 
I know it would have been so good. And it was like, so ran. That was the thing I hated about the shield. It was so random. Cause you had like a chance to go in there, but like you only had like a one in seven or one in three, or, you know, it is just like, it was just a chance. It was like the luck of the game. It was yeah. not like you couldn't, it wasn't like a solid, like you could save yourself and you had a chance like one in three to like go save yourself, like playing another game or something. It was just like literally the luck. Like, right. Ugh, what was, was meant to be. But the shield room was cool. That room was really cool. I don't feel like they showed that room enough because it didn't look as cool on TV as it No, looked. yeah, it did not. And I... also, I felt like when we opened the magic door or the secret door or whatever, and we walked through, I felt like they didn't really sh- like make oh, it Oh, they feel didn't show that- like that it was the bookcase, right? Right, no. I don't think they showed that at all. Yeah. Uh, they didn't even show us opening up. They just show us like walking into the room. Right. Right. And it was the secret door that Ryan was looking for. Right. It literally, I know it was like, it was crazy. Cause Tommy, when we were in the house, like going into that shield room was such a, or in the castle, whatever, such a fun experience. Cause it was like, it felt like it was almost like a, like Pandora's box. Yes. Like Pandora's <laughs> box. Yes. hundred percent. Wow. So crazy. It was really cool. I wish that, like, I hope in future seasons of The Traders that they release, like, some behind-the-scenes footage that you can pay more for or something like that. Like, you oh, spoke yeah. about, like, the round tables. Yeah. Like, if we could see those round tables play out, like, you pay more for that or something. I feel like there's a, there could be a good amount of money in that. Well, you know, you never know at, like, one of these reunions that they might not just play. You're like, right. Yeah. Play. You're that's so a, right. They do that a lot. Remember yep. with Love is Blind? They played that whole extra the cuties behind, clip. behind-the-scenes yep. production clip. Yeah. The cuties yep. clip. Yeah. Wow. You um, never know. So we might get like, if we get a reunion, we might get some like juicy extra clips or we might even get like some behind the scenes stuff. Like they might even just so, cause you know, at reunions, they make them super cute too. Like there's like obviously drama, but they also do some like lighthearted moments. Mm-hmm. So they might just show like fun moments like that we had together as a group, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope that happens. We'll see what we'll see what the future yeah. has in store. Yeah. But no one can take away from you both that you were in the original <laughs> cast of a brand new reality show. Yeah. It was so cool, right? And not just a brand new reality show, like a super successful brand new reality show. Like yep. it blows my mind. It's crazy. Like I feel like this is, you know, the reception that Big Brother got the very first year. Like yeah. or Survivor, right? hundred like, percent. Like everyone's so excited about it and everyone's so excited for another season. I was doing an interview with the, one of the journalists, I can't remember who's like Hollywood life or something. And they were like, Oh my God, wouldn't it be cool if they did like two seasons a year, like survivor does. And I was like, wow, that act, that would be super cool. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, but like people are, it's, it, it's such a, a in demand kind of show where like, I feel like if they did two seasons a year, people would still be really excited and want to watch the whole thing, you especially know? if there's another shot, you know, two oh, oh, you want to get on it? Rachel, yeah. we need him on something <laughs> so bad. Oh, yes. Can we get Tommy on the traders? No, we need uncle Phil on a show. Oh, period. uncle Phil. Yes. <gasps> uncle Phil, you'd be really good. I wonder, I think they'll still do a half and half. I wonder if they'll do a mix or if they'll do all celebrities, all reality. Angelica, honest opinion. How do you think that you, would you want to see 
all celebrities or would you want to, would you want to play with half and half again? Like, so I was on a podcast this week and they asked me that question. And while filming, I loved that it was half and half, but now being out, I do feel like it took away a lot from the new faces. Okay. Like the storyline. Yeah, just the storyline. Like, I, you don't see me play the game for one millisecond. You see me cry a few times. You see me on trial. You see me in the missions. But I, I, I was very much playing the game, and I had, I had to read back my journal to like clarify exactly and make sure I wasn't going crazy. And I, I, I feel like it took away from us a little bit. But it is what it is. Everything happens for a reason, and the way it's supposed to. Yeah, for sure. Well, do you think that like? Like, uh, do you think it took away, like, not took away from the half and half, but do you think it was because there's 20 people that there's just so, and there's only 10 episodes and two people go home essentially each episode. So do you no, think it was just because, like, because you don't think it was because there's 20 people? We're watching the Australia version right now and there's 24 people on it and it is amazing oh. and you know everyone. It's crazy. Oh, okay. The, if you, uh, we have a website that you can watch the Australia version for free. All 10 episodes are on it. Rach, you gotta watch it. It's insane. Ooh, okay. I'll have to watch it. I it's know I have so to watch good. the UK version still too. I haven't. I know. I need to watch the UK, but you need a stupid VPN for that. I know. Well, I heard like the UK one might be coming to Peacock as well, but. Oh, that, that, would that would make be, sense. That would be great. But I the know, Australia version is sick. You gotta watch it. I'm going to send you this website when we hang up. Yeah, that would be so cool because I feel like everyone wants to watch the UK version too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I hear it's really good. I mean, and they had 20 people and I heard that you learn about the characters more Right, as and well. there were no reality stars, so. Yeah. But yeah, although I, I will say like I understand why it was half and half and I felt like it was, it was a fun mix because yeah. I felt like it's fun that there was reality stars because some of us knew how to play games and some right. of us were no, dramatic loved- and some of us were like, you know, Ryan Lochte and silly. Right. And, right. Uh, well, and I thought it played well with the people that they cast. Yeah. While I was playing, I absolutely loved it. I yeah. Really that did. was what you were saying. Like you felt like while you were playing, it didn't, you didn't feel like it, it I affected didn't feel it at the all. Separation you didn't at feel all. a separation, but in the marketing of the show, they very much wanted to push the reality stars because yeah. they knew that that was what would get eyes uh, on the show in the first place. Mm-hmm. And you could see that even in the editing. I feel yeah. like they focus yeah. a lot on the reality stars, which it makes sense for their, it's their first season. That was their like strategy. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I would get what I would. But there in, was, I did not feel that separation by any means while in the castle in the future no, like for future I. episodes i think it would be great to have five and 15 five reality stars 15 new faces because oh, okay. reality fans really love to get to know new people they want to get to know new gamers so i yeah. feel like that would be fun to watch but i also think that it's exciting to see your favorite reality right. stars come back as well yeah. i just think 10 and 10 it like was you, you can't focus on anything but the reality stars when you have 10 and 10, you know? Okay. Yeah. I mean, because even though, like, Reza was gone so quick, like, I felt yeah. like, I mean, he definitely had some good, like, one-liners in the first episode, but, like, he was gone so quick. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I. So, I, really I don't know. Her. I love the reality. Well, now Angela, you're reality stars. So. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Crazy. So now you come back. You're like a. You know, you're one of the ten reality stars returning. <laughs> now we just need Uncle Phil, and we're we're good. We're and then all the, set. And then all three of us are reality stars <laughs> on the podcast. Right. I'm a, I'm a half reality star. Why? Well, mean? y'all want to know what's circle. crazy, and I think we're announcing this tomorrow. So I don't know when you're announcing your podcast. I'll let you know if you have to edit this out, but. Tomorrow, I know not for Uncle Phil, but in general, I'm going to start casting the new um, Bachelor for, for Golden Bachelor, I guess is what they're calling it. And what oh my is God. it? What's Golden Bachelor? Oh my God. It's going to be, they're announcing, I think they announce it tomorrow. So it's going to be so epic. They've been doing like advertisements during The Bachelor for it, but it's for 55 and over <gasps> uh Females we, and males Rachel, to date. We, we have Rachel, people we for have, you. you. You already have a girl that's getting on. You have a woman that's on. Oh, perfect. I mean, and it's going to be so freaking cute. They, Their idea, and like legitimately, it is the producers of The Bachelor, but like I believe them. Their idea is that they want it to go back to like the first Bachelor where it was like very cute and wholesome and like we all rooted for the love. And yep. um, so they want it to be like very, I mean, it's... They can't make it like sleazy. There's not going to be someone on there no. that's like, I'm Princess Cassie and I'm here to fuck everyone's world up, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. like, it's definitely, I think it will be cute because, like, um, it's just going to be like a bunch of grandmas dating and they're good. The stories I bet are going to be so good. Like, no. I'm already crying. Like, we have 27,000 applications or maybe 2,700, right? 2,700. But still, that's a lot. Yeah, wow. Rachel, I'm telling you, I actually feel like this is a sign because literally at Sunday dinner today, our aunt is newly single. First of all, (gasps) we have we have two two women for you. She's stunning. She's stunning. How old is she? Fifty six. Yeah, she's stunning. She's a grandma. You would never know it. She she is truly so beautiful. Her husband just cheated on her. She's my godmother. She's literally the perfect person for this show. She's the life of the party. Yeah, she has the best personality. So, and we were just talking about this today. I said, we got to get you on a dating show. She goes, I'm too old. I said, I feel like they're going to come out with a show where they're going to start doing dating shows for people your age. I literally said this to her at at the dinner table today. That's I'm not so even great. kidding. Oh my God. Well, please, I, like, seriously, I start tomorrow morning. So give me her information. Text but it over. It's not just uh, her. I also think we should bring up your mom. Your mom would be a perfect. Oh, my my mom's a lesbian, so it's not going to work. She's bi. She, yeah, she, she was married bisexual. to a man for years. <laughs> I, we're totally casting bi. Okay, so we have two women for you. They're sisters also, so and they're both gorgeous. Oh my god, that's so great! And okay, that's perfect. I love that. There's a lot to unpack here. We we have some really good feasible options for you. Oh, you guys are gonna your whole family is gonna be on different networks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my god! Oh my All right. God. Anyway, this will be for ABC, and I think they're gonna do it on uh, the uh, ABC like prime time. So I think it'll be like on the network, not like on a streamer in my opinion, but maybe it's because I'm older now, but I feel like people are tired of just seeing hot people yes. dating. Well, hundred yeah, percent. Like, like I get it. Like too hot to handle. Sure. Like I get all the people on bachelor are hot, but like, or love Island. But like, if you want to watch love Island or too hot to handle, go watch that show. And like, if you want to fall, find people falling in love, like this would be really cute. Yeah. I just feel like that. I'm so done with reality TV. It's just not what it used to be. And I feel like, 2023 it's everybody's getting 
and sensing that and reality TV is going to start changing. And I think it started with the traitors. (laughs) We have, I think so too. Our case, I was the sole youngest person in the cast and I'm turning 30 this year. Like that's really something. And the fact that everybody was engaged, married, there was no hooking up. There was no flirting and we had a very successful show. I know. I know. I totally agree. And I think, I think you're right that people are tired of the whole, like where the shows have all the hot influencers that just want followers on Instagram. It's, it's, it's out of style. It's corny and we need to move on from it. (laughs) A hundred percent. And also I kind of even feel like even like the challenges and stuff, I'm just like, I'm overwatching like the challenge USA was so bad. I'm just like, it was so bad, but like, even like Tommy, your challenge, no offense. Like once you guys were gone, it was, it's it's fine. I get it. It's like just drags on, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot. I might be the only one that really is still into it. Yeah, oh, I, I'm not yeah. a fan of it. I, I love the challenge. Rachel, I'm you sending do? you a, I'm sending yeah, you a picture I, of my really aunt do. right now, Rachel. Well, you know, I'm a big Okay, but wait. Do you like watching the people challenge or do you like the drama like what do you like about it? Well, the drama doesn't really exist anymore, right? No. They, they've gone no away from drama. that. It's really just the challenges right now. I just think that it's crazy. I can't believe he hung off a building in Argentina without Argentina. a net. <laughs> without a net. Like, to me, that's, I know. that's cr- crazy. crazy. That is, that is like crazy to me, too. And I feel like that part is good. Like, I, I enjoy watching that part of the challenges. But, like, I feel like you need, in my opinion, I feel like you need a little bit more, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, you have to admit the challenge. Substance. You need bad, substance. Right? So, so what happens is, you know, reality TV has changed. You know, with with the social media and stuff, the the fights are they look like they're staged to me now. Yeah, I agree. No, I know. Well, did the Kate? Did me and Kate's fights look staged? Because no, no, I actually <laughs> had a question. You two were amazing on the show. It yeah. was really so good. I actually had okay. a question. I wrote down was that like for TV? Like, did you? Because you know, both you're both reality people. And you know what makes it on TV. So I wasn't oh, sure if it was partly that, that or if it was, you know, real beef. <laughs> real no, beef? No, that was real. Like, I think she didn't like me. And then it was just like, when pe- when someone doesn't like me, I just kind of like snap back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> you know? Aww. I like, feel like you took the high road all the time. You were really were so good. Yeah. And I felt like it was like a fun fight. It wasn't like a gross yeah. fight. I told them like- how when um you... What they didn't show, they aired the you and Kate, uh, you and Kate and you ragging on each other's outfit. But what they didn't show is that after the fact, you were like, "Actually, I take it back. I really love your sweater, Kate." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember that. Rachel, yeah, do you know I'm? Funny. By the way, I'm literally just looking through my photos right now and sending you all gorgeous pictures of my aunts. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited! Well, thank you for doing that. That also makes my job like way easier. So thank you. They really would be so good. Yeah, we're gonna have to cut this literally. Over. I know, I know. Ow. I'm sorry. I know if you have to go, we could go. We can yeah, intertwine this in. With, I don't know. He's gonna have so much editing to do tonight. It's fine. It's oh, fine. Yeah, sorry, I don't sorry. mind. I don't. I'll mind. let you guys go. But it's no, so great. Not yeah, at all. send me your aunt info. It's so great up with you and gossip and all that good stuff rachel before you go we we like to uh sign out she by knows, saying on one two three it's been real so if if, okay. if you would do the honors with us yeah. all right ready everyone one two three it's, it's been, been real, real.